My name is Georgiana, I am CEO and founder of BeagleCat and soon you will be listening to Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. In this podcast, I regularly talk to employer branding managers, talent acquisition managers and human resources managers in tech companies in Germany, Romania and the US. For more content on employer branding related themes, go to employerbranding.tech or beaglecat.com. Stay tuned! Hi everyone, this is Georgiana with Employer Branding, the Inside Podcast. I have been away for quite a while now and I'm really, really happy to be talking to a female founder, to a woman founder after all this long break that I took this summer. Her name is Jolene de Meyer and she's originally from Belgium but has been living in the States for quite a while and I will let her introduce herself in, uh, in just a bit. We'll be talking today with Jolene about, you know, what it's like to be a woman entrepreneur, but that's not the core focus of our web, of our podcast, sorry, of course. We will be touching on themes such as company culture and employer branding primarily. Jolene, you have founded so many companies. Please tell us a little bit about your business ventures, about your background, and eventually about why you moved from Europe to the States. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. So hi, everyone. So Yellow, I always start. Um, so my name is indeed Julene and I'm in, uh, the founder of Yellow. And with Yellow, we are matching brands uh, with, with marketing agencies. So that's really the core business of, of what we're doing. And I'm originally from Belgium, indeed. I'm a big avid traveler. I'm a, I'm a nerd, definitely, when it comes to education. I also wrote my own book, so Think Big, Scale Fast. Nice. And um, yeah, my main focus goes to, to yellow. Uh, I went to America for my, for my corporate job and then I said, you know, I like it here and I wanted to stay here. So doing my investor's visa, I started my marketing agency, uh, building up that marketing agency, yellow was founded because you learn a lot from the startup world, you learn a lot about the agency world. And then I also do some some side hustles, like we have some uh, some condos we are selling in or renting out in Florida. And I'm also a board member of some uh, some startups. So that's a little bit me in a nutshell. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So your your most recent venture is Yellow, right? What's exactly Correct. the unique value proposition for this venture? And how did you come up with the idea to build such a platform? So the reason why we, why in fact we started was mainly because I had running my own marketing agency for three, four years. Then being a marketing agency, always get referrals from, from people and it's like, okay, they're always nice, but they're not in the space. You always have the biggest knowledge in, and then, you know, it's like, how can we find that, that fit that is really right based on my, my skills kit. So with marketing skillers, um, what is my, my marketing agency? I saw, you know, how can we really bring them together? And then Yellow was founded. So on one hand, you have the problem of the agencies that you're like, how can we find the right fit? But on the other side, working with a lot of startups is they always have amazing ideas, but they don't know how to go to the market. So then we thought, you know, let's go for like an, uh, a Tinder approach and, and let's start matching on the business world. So that's what we do with, uh, with mm-hmm. Yellow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, you founded the company less than two years ago, if I'm correct. Correct. And um, you are, you're, you're still a rather small team. Do you have any plans for growing this company? Yes, we will. But I'm a big believer and that's also one of my, my, uh, 
my knowledge and my background is really have the foundation uh, straight. It's always like they say, don't start to run before you cannot walk. And I rather have it easy, start having walking very straight, let's walk straight and then and, and to the point where we have all the foundations in place. And then once we really have that, then it's uh, easy to go uh, to start scaling. And from the moment you start scaling, you want to have uh, the right team with it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right, uh, the right people in the right seats, indeed. Since you've, you founded multiple companies and you were also in a corporate environment for, for a while, I'm wondering, also as a, as a woman founder and as someone who has moved to a different continent, not just a different country, what has been so far your perception on, on recruitment? How does a founder who has to, to deal with so much in their company, how do they attract the, the proper workforce and how do you retain it? Because I, I've also been doing it for a while and it's really, really difficult, especially while scaling. But tell me, please, what has been your experience with that? Being honest, it's, I think, one of the biggest hurdles most of the companies have. It's so, yeah, talent is so scarce. It's really finding the right people on the, on the right spot. It's, it's so hard. And definitely the ones that you want to believe in. Um, so I think it's overall, it's really a roller coaster. You have to be, I, I'm a big believer of, okay, what you really want to achieve in the long run. It's about identifying who you really want. It's making an overview of, these are the people I want to have with kind of a uh, function, sub-functions, and you always put KPIs uh, next to it. If you can measure it, you cannot, uh, you really know what you're doing. And then you start talking to a lot of people. Um, you start learning about who the people are, what they're interested in, what their passion is. And then you see, okay, this person might fit those roles. So uh, let's, let's try it out, right? But of course, you hire still on, on company culture, like for instance, with Yellow, it's about vibrancy, openness, it's about growing, it's about entrepreneurship, it's real connections, it's, it's having fun. I think that's also a very uh, important one. Uh, balance of diversity, men, uh, women, young, old, um, all kinds of people for me. Ideally. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's, it's so important. But from the moment you talk to a person, the first impression for me is, is really important. And not only the first impression, but like, how do they reach out to you? Send they send an email? Do they do a video chat? Like, I'm in the really into the marketing world, right? So the more creative they can be, the better. If they send me a nice video messages or a video uh, link, I already like it. If they make a nice PowerPoint presentation, it's like, bam, they know they have eye for detail. So first impression is always very important. Intonation, how do they talk? is also fun and for me important like if you have a person like yes my name is Jolene and I'm not you know very boring mm -hmm. you know then I'm already off because one of the values is for mm -hmm. me enthusiasm and also next to that position that you like to hire for is also understand like what do the, the person like to do like you ask a little bit next to it like what do you like to do in your free time I like to read, okay, you can understand a little bit that that person is a little bit a nerd, wants to challenge himself, is curious. I love to uh, rock climbing, then you know the adventurous part in there. So, and that is so important mm -hmm. for me. It's, it's really who you are, first setting, uh, the first moment in, in the conversation and, and how you are and what you want to achieve. Um, so that's for me the attracting part. But like I said, it's easier said than done, right? Uh, yeah. Because everything can still be in the check in the box, but at the end, it might not be the check in the box, right? Um, so attracting based on KPIs, 
how the people perform, how they are is, is for me really, really key. And then the second part that you're saying is indeed retaining. So you might have then that people in your team and, and how do you retain them? It's onboarding is, 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 is very important. Really like take the time to tell the person, you know, what is it about the business? What is the team about? What do they need to do? But don't only onboard them just on in, in one moment, right? Really onboard them on several timings. Have a weekly check-in every month. Have a 15 minutes on how is everything going? Do you still like it? Ask for the feedback, accept the feedback. Um, invest in force that person. I'm, I'm a big believer as well in the person. I'm always saying, you know, if you want something, you need to ask for it. Because I don't know what you really want. I can ask you questions and I can trigger certain stuff, but at the end, you really know what you really want. So therefore, I'm always saying, if you really want something, for instance, I give you a role in social media and you are a little bit triggered about SEO, then, then ask me that. We can put you in contact with the right person of the SEO manager and see if you like it. If you don't like it, then you can check it off. That's something you don't like and, and build upon that. But the person needs to ask, right? Um, and then, of course, retaining is, is also part of the numbers. I'm a big believer in uh, the numbers, of course, the number game. Uh, but overall, numbers are important, yes. On a weekly basis, they need to perform, for instance, two blog posts. I'm just saying something, right? Two blog posts in a week. Yeah, yeah, of course. But how, they, how they're doing it, that's totally fine. If they do it two, two blog posts or five blog posts just in one day and they did everything, yeah, they can take off, right? So it's really all depending on the personality and how they roll up their sleep and have that mindset of, yes, I believe in it, I want to do it. And, yeah. and the last part for me is with that retaining aspect is also celebrating the small successes. Really recognize yeah. them. If they're yeah. doing an amazing job, just say it, you know, amazing, I love it. Or, you know, sending a card to it. Sometime right now, everything is digital, right? With all these uh, working teams, you send the cards and it's like, amazing job 10 out of 10 so yeah it's it's not such big of an effort also it, right recognizing the small successes correct and it's yeah i love it so and then definitely also if you if you send these things and most of the time you you really say thank you so much i really appreciate it they feel warm so and that's i really like that um but like i said it's be prepared for turnover right i think finding the right people is so hard Talent is all about that scarcity and, and, and really finding that entrepreneurs who really want to go for the extra mile is so, so hard. It is, it is. And I have to confirm that as I've also been working with, with a small team for, I think, about seven years. Some of the people for five, the others for seven. I, I really came to the conclusion that it's super important to give autonomy, to give independence, like you said, to recognize the successes indeed and, and all the, the small achievements along the way and in the end okay maybe it sounds a bit cliche but you have to acquire that feeling of a little family in a yeah. way without making it sound too cheesy or too corny but uh, yeah this this has been my experience as well so i have to i have to agree you're more you're more time on your work than than, than sometimes on your family right so I, i'm aligned with that little family stuff so see them as your brother, sister, or, you know, don't go too far, right? But see them as, as, as part of your family. So, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Indeed. And where, where would you say employer branding fits into, into this whole game? I mean, you've mentioned it indirectly until now during the, this, this conversation, but how do we fit it into the business when we also aim to get business growth at the end of the day, we're a business, 
right? We are a business, and 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 that's definitely we need to always focus on that. At the end of the day, you know, uh, you want to go, you want to grow your brand, and but you set your milestones for your brands, and for us with Yellow, it like mentioned, indeed, it's about real connections, it's about enthusiasms, it's really taking of the opportunities, it's about vibrancy, and and these core values should also be part of the team so if a person is not enthusiastic then probably you will not be part of 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 the yellow team regardless if you're finance director with all respect right because sometimes they are very uh numbers driven but you know you can always have fun as well with, with numbers so for me these values are, are are very very key because that is our branding and you have a personal branding and you have a corporate branding and then you have a team branding so everything should be interlinked to really have that that's that yellow uh, in between, right? It's like three circles and you put them in together or like mm-hmm. you three circles, two on top, one below, and then you have the one middle that, that crosses everything. So for us, that would be yellow. And then you have corporate branding, personal branding, team branding. So everything should be definitely be aligned. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You you mentioned the, um, the company values previously uh, um, as well, but I'm, I'm wondering, are all of them your personal values as well? Or do you manage to make a separation between your personal values and your company values? It's a good one. I think for Yellow, it's definitely the personal brand uh, because it's also my company. I think most of the entrepreneurs is always such a yeah. little baby. And I think always you have a little bit of mm-hmm. of that uh, yeah. of you in there, right? And for me, real connections, mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in connections, friends, family, people, communities are so important giving opportunities during my career, I always give people the opportunity to go the extra mile, enthusiasm, fun, see the positive sides, totally me, diversity, working with different people, learning from the people. So yeah, that it would be me. <laughs> and I'm, I'm wondering, without discriminating, of course, because I, I don't want to put men in one bucket and then women into another one. But do you feel that maybe women are more involved when it comes about, when it comes to caring about employees? Do you feel that they maybe go the extra mile in other ways than men sometimes? Because, like I said, without wanting to discriminate, I'm sure there are exceptions to the rule. But in my experience, it has been that they tend to have, I don't know how to call it, like a, an extra feel for some things sometimes. And I'm curious, has, has this been your experience as well or not? It's it's a hard one, right? And on the one hand, I'm I'm very triggered to say yes, but I think it also depends on the personality. Everyone is different, and and I think overall the tendency is probably women are have more that they always say it, right? That EQ is always higher, that emotional intelligence, you care a little bit more yeah. about that part. So I would say a tendency yes, but I also see a lot of men going more in that direction. Um, I think you have thousands of books why uh, incompetent men are leaders. So you have like a lot of these books, which is funny, but I think you also have incompetent women, right? Uh, so it's not like one left, one right. Uh, but being part of as well a, a, a female entrepreneurial tribe of, of only business women, you really see that we talk about different subjects than a man group is doing. And then I probably we are more thinking, okay, this person right now has a hard time and we will take a breath or take say, you know, to the person, have a moment off, take a breath, uh, a, a break. And versus a man would probably say, no, get your KPIs done. So I think we, 
we touch base and, and probably how we communicate certain phrases are different, but it really depends on the personalities. But yeah. I think I think you're probably right because I even even on this podcast I spoke to so many sensitive men and and men who have given me and our audience such good advice about managing teams and getting involved and and going the extra mile. I'm just thinking that maybe sometimes women are I don't know more more on the on the sensitive side but like you said it's it's probably a question of personality but i don't want to go into that too deep because it it touches on other topics and um, i don't want to do it right now coming back back to marketing though what is a marketing scaler and how can entrepreneurs scale their business operations can you give me some tips in this direction <laughs> yes of course um so a marketing scaler is 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 a person that really scales a business uh a personal life your personal uh, life or a team so that is what scaling is all about and scaler is is the, the combination between scaling your business and being an entrepreneur so uh so therefore as well that that the marketing scalers and and for me I've always been a nerd in, in marketing where you always have the cutler the four p's uh, what is marketing about price promotion product and then and, and therefore i said you know why not go for the scaling s's so therefore i said the four scaling s's and that's what marketing scaler is all about it's the first s would be strategy like where do you want to go and and are you also capable to grow your business because you also need to be capable right if you have certain company and it's not scalability you don't have that scalability behind you then you know you cannot forget about it so strategy is definitely first one having that scalable strategy. The second one is having systems in place, having really the capabilities to to handle the growth. So so yeah, with the right systems and, and, and processes, you really can scale in the right place. Then it's that that mindset, that scalar mindset, having that that growth mindset and, and being that scalar and entrepreneurship and really understanding what scaling is about and and your success panel and that would be the fourth one. It's really the dashboard where you track everything with your main KPIs and understanding your roomies or your return on marketing investment. And um, so that would be the four S's. And, and coming back on, on your topic, right? The scalar mindset is not only your mindset, but also the mindset of your team. So you really want to have investing in your scalar in your A team. So that part will definitely fall under the, the mindset part. Yeah. And I, um, you know, we work on a lot of recruitment marketing projects as well as um, employer branding projects. Do you think there's anything universal that businesses can follow? Some, I don't know, pillars or, or guidelines that could be universal into the in, in this marketing or recruitment marketing mix that they should have in mind? Um, would it be universal? I think overall, it's a hard one. Um, because if you think about the four S's, it really depends on your company, on your industry as well, right? So for instance, going back to that scalable strategy, if you're in tech, then probably your scalability is much easier than for instance, in, in clothing and you make everything from yourself. The, the scalability comes in when you have an e-commerce platform. So probably that would be universal systems, you know, probably a system that works for a clothing company will also probably work for a tech company because the foundations are more or less the same. It's just, you need to, to tweak a little bit left and right. The mindset, I think that's still the hardest part. Um, so I would say that that's definitely a hard one. 
and then success panel if you have a weekly tracking i think that's that's overall uh, and a very important one and i always yeah, yeah i always like to add a fifth one and that's smile the the fifth s is smiling is really having that fun in there and it, yeah. is it universal i i hope so being honest you know if you really love what you're doing and you want to pursue your job then because you spend so much time in it pick the one that gives you energy so i hope it will be universal but i'm afraid it's it's not <laughs> It's not, and you probably know already that people don't quit companies. They quit the team they are in. Yeah. They quit the people that they work with. It doesn't really matter what project you're working on, as long as you're enjoying yourself and you're spending time with, with people who share the same values. So then I'm, I'm wondering, you were mentioning there has to be a lot of tweaking, of course, depending on the industry you're in, let's say, or on other factors as well. Is culture? A thing on depending on which a factor on uh, depending on which you can tweak your marketing plan would you say i think that it will come back to the corporate branding culture i think it's a little bit interlinked mm -hmm. uh because we are still a small company right so it's very hard to really separate that and i rather make it simple than than too complicated so for me mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. If that makes sense, because I hear what you're saying, right, with the culture, but I think the person, the team, the branding, it, it will it will come back to the branding, I'm afraid, yeah. Or not, I'm afraid, I'm thinking, yeah. It's it's probably probably the case, especially when you're a small company. I, I absolutely agree. And um, we are actually reaching the end of, of the podcast and we are on time. <laughs> um, I'm wondering if you ever had or felt a need to have a marketing role model or a guru or an author that inspired you throughout your entire career or, or, or at different stages while building the company. I don't, I, I'm a nerd as well, right? So I have three masters, I wrote my book, I'm, I read every month of books. Overall, I, I, I love to learn from every book or from every person. But then coming back on, on when I was just starting my, my job, right? when I was 25 coming from university, and it was like people were always asking me that question, who is a marketing guru when you just grow up? And I always got the same answer. And on the one hand, it was Margaret Thatcher regarding, I know, did a lot of things wrong, but she was the first female prime minister. And I'm like, that's always, I envy that. It's a woman who just did it. Then I'm a big mathematic person too. So I always said the Egyptian people, because they could build like three amazing pyramids with a lot of, without a lot of technology. So is that marketing? No, but it's just building a creativity probably and just doing certain stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and then I always said Michael Jackson too, because of the fun aspect and entertainment level and having a crowd community. So it's not a marketing guru itself. I think it's the combination of a lot of factors. And I think still today, a lot of people inspire you. And, and as long as you take one topic from every person, yeah, just be open and learn from everyone and, and you'll go the extra mile. In, indeed, and it's it's funny you should mention Michael Jackson because I also somehow grew up with my sister listening to Michael <laughs> Jackson, and in, in East Romania we didn't have a lot of access to these pop stars, but we knew a little bit about them. And I remember the the frenzy when Michael Jackson came to Romania. I was six years old, and my my sister traveled to Bucharest to attend this concert, 
and of course i i was in france when uh, when he died and i i was genuinely sad and i cried because this guy this person this amazing artist had meant so much to me <laughs> had, had inspired me like you mentioned as well so much as i was growing up and the the, the previous days i watched uh, madonna um on tv thinking again that you know you just have those artists that are are here to stay yeah those people that are going to inspire you and you're going to love them even after they're not no longer with mm -hmm. us it's yeah. i understand but I, there's a lot of people yeah. right that can inspire you it's family it's even very close by it's friends it's it's yeah. further away it's big people it's yeah yeah and actually i i enjoy asking the, this question a lot during this podcast because i've had the most diverse answers and like you say I've discovered you can find inspiration absolutely everywhere yeah. in your relationship with your child, with your spouse, with your partner, with your friend, people, colleagues, books, blogs, artists. Yeah, indeed. You just have to be open minded about it. That also stimulates indeed. creativity. Yeah. And you know how important this is <laughs> in marketing, <laughs> right? That's true. Well, this has been a very nice conversation, Julian. Thank you so much for uh, for talking to me today. I uh, wish you the best of luck growing yellow. And um, I hope we can meet at some point. Super. That would be yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the world, the world is small indeed. No, thank you so much. It is. It is. It is. Thank you.